0: Hey the Harvest Church family, so glad you guys could join us today. For more videos, messages, and other content, make sure you like, subscribe, and follow all of our social media accounts. And don't forget to visit us at goharvest.org so that you can stay connected with us throughout the week. Right now, let's go to Pastor Perry Kalavik as he shares this week's encouraging message. Well, I'm so glad that you joined us today. And you know, December's been all about Christmas, and I just love it because we all need to be encouraged. And the message of Christmas is so encouraging and gives us so much hope. You know, on the first Sunday of December, I shared on the purpose of Christmas. And then on the second Sunday of December, I shared on the presence of Christmas. Today is the third Sunday of Christmas, or third Sunday of December, and I'm gonna share on the person of Christmas, and that person is Jesus, all right? So today our focus is going to be on Jesus, our Savior, our Lord, our Baptizer, our Healer, and our soon-coming King. So, you know, we used to sing a song called Let's Talk About Jesus. And I'll, I'll, in fact, I'll show you that in just a second here. You know, when I was a kid, I, I, I've been singing songs about Jesus all of my life. Every decade there's a new kind of song to sing. But you know all through my life, I remember singing songs about Jesus, and when I was a little child in Sunday school in uh, North dakota, you know we would we'd would sing you know when I was just a little little older than a toddler, you know, but we'd sing away in a manger, no crib for a bed, the little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head, the stars in the sky looked down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. You know, we sang that. You did too. But then, when I was uh, a a a kid in church, you know, I got older, but I was still a kid, not quite a teenager. You know, we'd sing along with the adults and we're all together in the song meeting and, and we'd sing. You know, I could read you the lyrics, by the way, of these songs, but I'm going to sing them to you anyway, right? And I'm not a recording artist. You know that. I don't have any CD to sell you at the end of this thing here right now. But I do like singing and, you know, Jesus likes my singing. You know, I sing really good in the car too, but I'm not, you know, I'm just going to sing it. And by the way, when you get to be my age, you've been delivered from public opinion. I really don't care what people think. You know, I'm going to sing anyway, right? So anyway, but when I was a little kid in church, we'd sing a song like this. because We're talking about Jesus now. Let's talk about Jesus, the King of kings is he, the Lord of lords supreme through all eternity. The great I am, the way, the truth, the life, the door. Let's talk about Jesus more and more. And then we'd sing, Jesus, 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 sweetest name I know, fills my every longing keeps me singing as I go, you know, those songs right there. And then we'd sing, you know, uh, Jesus is the sweetest name I know, and he's just the same as his lovely name. That's the reason why I love him so, for Jesus is the sweetest name I know. Now we're talking about Jesus, right? So when I was a teenager, we'd sing, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, there's just something about that name. Master, Savior, Jesus, like the fragrance after the rain. Jesus, 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 let all heaven and earth proclaim. Kings and kingdoms will all pass away, but there's something about that name. And then when I was in my 20s, Jack Hayford from California came along and he wrote a great song. And he wrote a song called Majesty, and it went, Majesty, worship his majesty, unto Jesus be all glory, honor, and praise. Majesty, kingdom authority flows from his throne unto his own, his anthem rays. So exalt, lift up on high the name of Jesus. Magnify, come glorify the King of Kings, majesty. Worship his majesty, Jesus who died, now glorified, king of all kings. And then, you know, decades went by, all kinds of great songs. When I was a an adult, you know, not so long ago, I'd sing a song by Kirk Franklin. When uh, He wrote it just real quickly. It's called Something About the Name of Jesus. He goes, something about the name Jesus, something about the name Jesus, It is the sweetest name I know. Oh, how I love the name Jesus. Oh, how I love the name Jesus. It is the sweetest name I know. I know. Oh, how I love the name Jesus. Oh, how I love the name Jesus. It is the sweetest name I know. You know, it just goes on like that. And now, you know, present day, we sing songs like, What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a beautiful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is the name of Jesus. Anyway, you get the idea. There's so many wonderful songs about Jesus. Man, I've got decades full of them, you know. You go, Pastor Perry, how do you remember all of that stuff? I mean, you're taking us way back to the day, you know, way back in the day. But, you know, that's one of the benefits of just getting older. I'm not old yet, but I am older. And, uh, you know, when you're in your 20s, you probably have about 64 gig of, of, of memories. in your. And then when you're in your 30s, 30s you get about 128 gig and when you're in 40s you've got about 500 and whatever uh gig of uh, uh, but now I where I'm at right now I've got 1 terabyte of memories. And so and that's the that's the kind of the good part of of going through a few decades you get to reach back and and remember. But let me just say this with every decade the common thread has been Jesus. Singing about Jesus all the way through since as a little kid all the way through to my life, we sing about Jesus, because Jesus is the one. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, did you know this? There's about 50 names of Jesus in the Bible. If you kind of Google that, you'll find out there's about 50 different names about Jesus, because Jesus has so much meaning. In other words, here's another name for Jesus. He's called the Advocate. He's called the Lamb of God. He's called the Resurrection and the Life. He's called the judge he's called lord of lords he's called the head of the church he's the faithful witness he's the door he's the living water he's the high priest he's the bread of life he's the rose of sharon he's the alpha and omega the beginning and the end he's the mediator he's the light of the world hallelujah he's the chief cornerstone he's the savior he's the servant he's the almighty everlasting father he's the lion of the tribe of judah And he's the only begotten son. He's the wonderful counselor, mighty God. He's Emmanuel, God with us. He's Dayspring. He's the Amen. He's the bright and morning star. And he's the way and the truth and the life. That's just some of the names of Jesus. Hallelujah. And uh, I remember a few years ago, several years ago, I heard uh, of a pastor named S.M. Lockridge of Calvary Baptist Church in San Diego. So right down the road in San Diego, preached a famous sermon called, That's My King. Do you know him? And he was speaking about Jesus, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. So he opened a sermon and he said this. He said, the Bible says my king is a seven way king. Just think of that. He's the king of the Jews. That's a racial king. He's king of Israel. That's a national king. He's the king of righteousness. He's the king of the ages. He's the king of heaven. He's the king of glory. He's the king of kings and he's the Lord of lords. And then he says, that's my king. I wonder, do you know him? He's enduringly strong. He's he's entirely sincere. He's eternally steadfast. He's immortally graceful. He's imperially powerful. He's impartially merciful. That's my king. Do you know him? He's God's son. He's the sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. He stands in the solitude of himself. He's awesome. He's unique. He's unparalleled. He's unprecedented. That's my king. Do you know him? He supplies strength for the weak. He he sympathizes and he saves. He strengthens and he sustains. He guards and he guides. He heals the sick. He cleanses the lepers. He forgives the sinners. He delivers captives. That's my king. I wonder, do you know him? He's the key to knowledge. He's the wellspring of wisdom. He's the doorway of deliverance. He's the pathway of peace. He's the roadway of righteousness. He's the highway of holiness. He's the gateway of glory. That's my king. Do you know him? His promise is sure. His goodness is limitless. His mercy is everlasting. His love never changes. His grace is sufficient. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. And then he goes on and he says, I wish I could describe him to you, but he's indescribable. He's incomprehensible. He's invincible and he's irresistible. You can't get him out of your mind. You can't outlive him and you can't live without him. The Pharisees couldn't stand him, and they found that they couldn't stop him. Pilate could not find any fault in him. Herod couldn't kill him. Death couldn't handle him, and the grave couldn't hold him. Yes, that's my king, and his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. And I wonder, do you know him? And if you don't, you want to know Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Man, we're talking about Jesus today. You know, I was thinking just the other day as I was writing this message, what would John the Baptist say about Jesus, and what would all of the other gospel greats in 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 Scripture say, especially the New Testament? What would they say about Jesus? And you know, it just very it came very easily. I just kind of just wrote this down, and here's what some of the gospel greats would say about Jesus. First of all, what would John the Baptist say about Jesus? Well, John the Baptist would say, after me comes the one more powerful than I. He was talking about Jesus, the straps of whose sandals I'm not even worthy to stoop down and untie. And he said this, I baptize you with water, but Jesus will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And then he said this of Jesus, he must increase, but I must decrease. In other words, he must become greater and greater. I must become less and less. So that's what John the Baptist would say about Jesus. Now let's ask the question, what would the Virgin Mary say about Jesus? Well, when Mary heard from the angel that she was going to be the mother of the Messiah, man, I'll tell you what, inside of her, something just, just you know, welled up inside of her. And she said, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. Hallelujah. Now let me ask you, what would Matthew say about Jesus. Well, Matthew would remind us that an angel appeared to Joseph and said this about his fiance, the the Virgin Mary, she will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Hallelujah. That was Matthew. Well, what would Mark say about Jesus? Mark would say this, for even the son of man, Jesus, did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Wow. What would Luke say about Jesus? Well, Luke would tell us what the angel of the Lord said to the shepherds that night, watching their flocks by night. Remember, he said, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You'll find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, Praising God, all of these angels, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace and goodwill toward all men. Hallelujah. Well, that was Luke, but what would John say about Jesus? Well, John would say this, and he ended his book. The book of John ends this way. He said this about Jesus Jesus did so many other things. You know, we talk about his miracles, signs, and wonders, all the things that he did. Jesus did so many other things as well that if every one of them were written down, I suppose that not even the whole world would have room for the books that could be written. That's what John said about Jesus. Let me ask you right now, what would Peter say about Jesus? Remember Peter? Peter would say this, you are the Christ the Son of the living God. Peter had a revelation of Jesus, and he said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then let me ask you right now, what would Paul, the Apostle Paul, say about Jesus? Here's what Paul would say. God has highly exalted Jesus and given him the name that is above every other name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. And then let me ask you, what would the great prophet Isaiah say about Jesus? And Isaiah would say this about Jesus, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. Now, let me ask you this, what would you say about Jesus? What would you say about Jesus? And I hope and I pray that you would say that Jesus is my savior, my Lord and my friend and my soon coming king. Hallelujah. All that to say this, there is no one like Jesus. Praise God. Now, Jesus was a man, you know, he came God in the flesh. He walked and dwelt among us, but his one solitary life changed everything. In 1926, Dr. James Allen wrote One Solitary Life. I want you to listen to what he wrote here. He was born in an obscure village, the child of a peasant woman. He grew up in another village. He worked in a carpenter shop until he was 30. Then for three years, he was an itinerant preacher. He never owned a home. He never wrote a book. He never held an office. He never had a family. He never went to college. He never put his foot inside a big city. He never traveled 200 miles from the place where he was born. He never did one of the things that usually accompany greatness. He had no credentials but himself. And while still a young man, the tide of popular opinion turned against him. His friends ran away. One of them even denied him. He was turned over to his enemies. He went through the mockery of a trial. He was nailed upon a cross hanging between two thieves. While he was dying, his executioners gambled for the only piece of property that he had on earth, his coat. When he was dead, he was laid in a borrowed tomb through the pity of a friend. Two thousand years have come and gone, and today he is still the centerpiece of the human race. All the armies that ever marched, all the navies that were ever built, all the parliaments that ever sat, All the presidents who ever ruled, all the kings that ever reigned have never affected the life of man upon this earth as powerfully as this one solitary person, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus is the one that changed everything 2,000 years ago, and he changes everything today. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we love you so much, and thank you, Lord, today that we could talk about the person of Christmas, and that person of Christmas is Jesus. Lord, we lift up your name today, and we thank you, Lord Jesus, for being who you were and being who you are in our lives. And Lord, I thank you right now that you're still the one who changes everything, changes us from the inside out. So Lord, I pray that you'll bless this message to our hearts today, Lord God. Let your word change us from the inside out and give us hope today. If you're here today and you're watching on this Sunday before Christmas, Let me just encourage you to know the christ of christmas for yourself christmas is more than just a holiday christmas is about a person and his name is jesus christ and jesus christ came to this earth to save sinners he came to save you and he came to save me and the way that you receive christ into your life is just by asking lord i believe on you i receive you and i ask you to be my savior and my lord and I'd like just encourage you to do that right now today. Just pray this prayer with me. And let me just tell you, this would be one of the greatest things you could do on this Sunday before Christmas is to receive Christ into your life. So this pray this prayer with me and let the words be from not only your head, but from your heart. Pray this with me. Lord Jesus, I thank you right now that you came to this earth to be born in a manger, to live a sinless life, to die on the cross and to rise again and right now Lord Jesus I believe on you and I ask you to forgive me for all of my sins give me a new life today with my mouth I now confess that Jesus Christ is Lord so Lord Jesus I believe on you now and I receive you as my Savior and my Lord and I pray in your holy name in the name of Jesus Amen If you prayed that prayer, man, I've got exciting news for you. The angels in heaven are rejoicing. Your name has been written down in the Lamb's book of life. Praise God. Your sins have been forgiven and your future is secure. And the Lord is going to give you a life more abundant than you've ever known before. So welcome to the family of God. And this is going to be the most special Christmas that you've ever had because you'll know the Christ of Christmas. And tell somebody else about it. Let us know that you said yes, you know, that I said yes to Jesus. Let us know about it, but also let others know that you received Christ as your Savior. And then when the churches begin to open up again, then come back to church and let us know as well. We just bless you. And then today, uh, I want to bless all of you that are getting ready to go into your own Christmases this week. By the way, we'll be having a Christmas Eve service on Thursday night, December 24th at 7 p.m. online. We'll be having a candlelight service, so we invite you to that. We'll look forward to seeing you again real soon But let me just pray a blessing over you right now Father in heaven I just speak a blessing Over your wonderful people For every family, for every household Lord I just pray that this will be The most blessed Christmas That they've ever experienced And that everyone in the house Will know the Christ of Christmas So Lord we just pray right now For your healing, for your power For your favor, for your mercy For your grace and for your love Over each person And your provision as well Lord Be blessed in the name of the Lord. And all of God's people who receive that blessing, say amen. Amen. So again, remember our Christmas Eve service this Thursday at 7 p.m. It'll be online as well. And then next Sunday, I'm going to be speaking about the power of Christmas. That'll be the last Sunday of December. And we'll talk about the power of Christmas. All right. So I want to thank you for joining us at Harvest Church at Home. And I wish you a Merry Christmas with love. God bless you.